Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We've been talking uh, about some of the great development plans going on in the city of Hamilton, and um, there are things that will happen from time to time where there's going to be some people that are opposed to it, some in favor. This happens with any development. And the way to settle that in the past has always been to go to the OMB, that's the Ontario Municipal Board, who is supposed to sit down, listen to both sides, and then make a judgment as to which way things are going to go. They did that with the ward boundary issue, you may recall. Well, the province has disbanded the Ontario Municipal Board, and there's a new body that's uh, supposed to take its place called the Land Planning Appeal Tribunal. Problem is, there are still a lot of cases in the hopper that the OMB didn't get around to dealing with, And there's some pretty important ones and rather significant ones for the city of Hamilton. And now we don't know when or if they're going to be dealing with these and how long it's going to take. It's got to be a very frustrating situation for city council. Chad Collins from Ward 5 joins us on the Bill Keller Show to talk about this. How are you doing this morning, Chad? Thanks for having me on, Bill. Well, this is is a big deal because, I mean, there's a lot of things here that that are happening. And we talk about uh, some of these condo projects. And, of course, maybe Mm -hmm. the big one that we need to talk about is the waterfront development around Pier 8. And, yep. uh, and the plans that you've got for this. Uh, and sitting around waiting uh, for the OMB or whoever's going to hear this thing uh, is got to be frustrating for you. It is. It's, it's almost a scenario of one step forward and two steps back. And to be clear, we were very thankful that the province finally moved on OMB reform. Um, you know, for decades, municipalities, and to be clear, developers as well, have complained about the provincial process. Uh, from the municip- municipalities side of things and from the community's perspective, it, the OMB was always characterized as too developer-friendly. So decisions that were oftentimes made at that level by the province were uh, in favor of the developer. And from the development uh, community, the criticism always was, you know, municipalities oftentimes would take the easy out and with controversial decisions would just kick things to the province so they wouldn't be the bad guys. So there was certainly some criticisms from the entire development community as well as municipalities and all stakeholders associated with the old OMB and and there needed to be reform and the the province finally acted on that and and you just characterized the new board and tribunal that's been put in place and so now we're caught in this situation where we have applications that would apply to the old OMB Um, anything I think that was appealed before early part of December will fall under the old process and the new um, uh, process, the new LPAT uh, system that you just referenced, has very strict timelines associated with it. So anything that's come under appeal after the, the uh, December date um, will now be required by law to be dealt with almost within a year's time. So right, let me, let me ask you about process here, yeah. Chad, because I, I was... Maybe you can clarify something. The, the the ones that are in the hopper, and there's a bunch of them that pertain to Hamilton, uh, yep. the, the OMB, now do they, they still get to go under the OMB. Is it the OMB actually that's going to hear this, or is it going to be the new committee just using old rules? It'll be the it'll be the old process. So it's the same staff. Okay. Um, so that's the, it's the old OMB process. So, so that's so gone, hearing. but it's not really gone. Correct. Yep. So there's, there's going to be these leftover cases, and they're substantial. You highlighted that right in the opening there, and, and there are some very big files that are under appeal here and from the from the municipality standpoint we have probably some of the largest and most important planning files that we've dealt with over the last i'd say year to 18 months um the urban and rural official plans which took us years to deal with and get through uh, the stakeholder process that includes the whole alfreda development issues tied to that the fruitland winona secondary plan which seems like that's been in the hopper forever that's at the board right now under the old process Piers, uh, the Pier 8, the nine blocks that were poised to sell uh, very shortly to a developer or a consortium, um, that is caught up in that process. 
the Pier 6 and 7, which is primary, primarily commercial, just next to Pier 8, is included there. Music on patios, which I know you've covered extensively on the show uh, in terms of the city's bylaw that was bumped up to the OMB. Rural zoning bylaw, the commercial mixed-use bylaws, uh, transit-oriented cor- corridor, which is uh, you know something that we spent a lot of time on preparing for higher-order transit in the lower city and other areas. So these are some of the the largest planning files that have spent uh, we've spent an inordinate amount of time. We've we've received all kinds of stakeholder feedback, and and these large files have now been appealed under the old process. And the questions that we asked yesterday of our staff at at the committee me- meeting was walk us through the process. And and so these were appealed before the December date. Um, our staff advised that now in sometime late 218, we will get a pre-hearing, which, you know, you, you, you meet the other party, you start to talk about mediation if possible. Those, those files will then be scheduled in 219 for hearings. And we were told that it's middle to late 219 in terms of the earliest the OMB could entertain. Some of these files will take weeks to go through the hearing process and that means we're probably looking at a early to mid to 2020 um, decision from the old OMB uh, tribunal process which is mind-boggling bill and when you know I just went through that's the city initiated files we also have developers who whose plans have been appealed by community or by the city or there are a lot of developers that just decided to send their stuff right to the board in December because you know, they, they may have seen, and I'm just guessing, it's anecdotal, they may have seen the old process, as I characterized it earlier, as more developer-friendly. So there, I think there's almost 20 of those applications um, in, in various areas of the city, mostly neighborhood-related uh, developments or housing developments that have been bumped there, too. So we're probably looking at about 30 in total, and, and some of the larger files with huge implications. So as they sit, you know, we can't move forward with the new regulations. Many of those uh, policy changes have modernized the city's planning process. And, and so traditionally, we've worked from plans that are dated from the 50s and 70s and, you know, even the time of amalgamation. All of these new plans modernize the um, the, the planning rules that we, we work from. And, and they assist the development community, investors who are now coming from all over the place as, as we experience these record building development numbers. Um, you know, they come to the city now and they look at these new documents and they're thankful that they're not dealing with outdated legislation. And, and so it creates a problem for us. It creates a problem from an investment standpoint. Uh, the fact that some of these plans delay the sale of lands on the harbor um, hurts us from an assessment standpoint. And if it's hurting us from an assessment standpoint, then it's hurting us from a growth standpoint. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.